We now continue with part two of the interview. All right. Welcome to part two of our special episode with Cassia Celeste Posey, who is once again the creator and CEO, founder of the Cosplay Initiative and the Costaseum events. So in part one, we talked about what it is to run a convention, what it is to run a con. So now I kind of wanted to get more into the actual art of cosplay. So uh, my first question for you here is, what got you started in this whole field of cosplay? How long have you been a, a professional cosplayer? Or, um... <laughs> uh, Well, uh, like every kid, I love Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um, How and could then, you not? Right, and then I got introduced to cosplay actually through Dragon Con. Okay. Um, I was a staff member there, and then saw everybody doing cosplays, and I was like, "Well, this is basically just Halloween every day, and I love it." Mm -hmm. um, and then I just kind of like researching it more. And um, at that time, I knew how to do special effects makeup. I knew how to do that, all that kind of stuff. So what I did was I took knowing how to do special effects makeup, incorporated it into certain characters. Um, and just playing with stuff. Um, my first, I actually, my very first, I was dressed as Neo. Really? Um, as a staff for uh, Dragon Con, because I, all I did was I wore my shades, I wore a gun holster, black shirt, black pants, black boots. <laughs> yeah. I had a, um, that nice tight shirt, so I just kind of pulled off the Neo look, um, which is really, really funny, because then people started taking photos with me, because I looked mm -hmm. like Neo, and mm -hmm. I was like, wait, I was like, this is a thing? Yeah. Um, so that was my introduction to all this. So you got that first taste of that yeah. recognition. And then I came to California and I found out this is like a big area mm -hmm. for cosplay. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went to uh, Stanley's Los Angeles Comic Con. Okay. Uh, rest in peace, Stanley. Yes. Excelsior. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I went to that and then that was like a blast because wow. I dressed up as a uh, Crossbones from, okay. um, from the end of the uh, uh, Avengers movie. And oh, what I did okay. was I dressed up as what he would have been in tactical, and I just burned my face. I did, like, burn makeup. Oh, I was going to say, you Not really. Burn. I was like, that's commitment <laughs> right there. No, I did uh, burn makeup on my face, and gotcha. uh, it was funny because one of my friends, uh, Christopher, ended up, he was dressed as Nick Fury, and he knew exactly who I was. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like, somebody actually can yeah. point out, like, that's a big fan. Yeah. And, um, and then we just became friends, and then the whole idea for uh, my other thing that we did on the first half just came to be after but mm -hmm. i went from doing that um i love punisher so i went gotcha. from doing something like that going you know what i love frank castle then i just started doing punisher for a while i did variations of punisher mm -hmm. uh one year for WonderCon because it's held during easter weekend i did punisher bunny so i dressed as an easter bunny with nice. all my punisher gear nice. over it it was a terrible idea it was so hot <laughs> oh because uh, it did not breathe yeah. um but that was commitment i was basically yes. taking a shower in my costume yeah. Um, but kids loved it. Uh, mm -hmm. Some kids. Some kids ran away. They thought it was terrifying. <laughs> um, but then I did upwards to like nine variations of Punisher. And then I kind of wanted to grow out of that and mm -hmm. go into other areas. I was like, okay, I have a lot of talent. Let me do something else. So mm -hmm. um, I did a Dark Elf. I did okay. uh, a bunch of uh, female cosplays. I did Domino. Mm -hmm. I've done my own Harley Quinn, which mm -hmm. is a staple of mine now. Yep. Uh, I did China recently. I, I did Poison one. from Street Fighter mm -hmm. slash Final Fight. I did Arturia Pendragon, who's Saber of Blue from Fate Stays Night, for those that are big anime fans. Yeah. Um, to, I mean, I have a slew of other characters I've done. Yeah. Um, I've done variations of Harley Quinn. I've done 
so many other ones and I'm like and I'm not done because I love creating mm -hmm. new things I did yeah. a vampire like a, a weird little anime vampire one year mm -hmm. people loved it yeah because um, I was known for creating characters I did uh, what they call OC cosplay which is original concept gotcha. gotcha and so original concept usually goes a long way because you're creating something that one is not canon mm -hmm. two is not out there in anything else it's just got elements of something from all those different pieces yeah. And it's unique because it's one of those things where when you see my cosplays, I'm the only person you're going to see look like me. Mm -hmm. So that's where I started to like separate myself from everybody else. And then it just kind of built up from there yeah. uh, to where I was a guest for all these other conventions, doing uh, panels on various things, mostly LGBT panels, mm -hmm. uh, active duty in cosplay. Mm -hmm. Like it just, it kept building and yeah. I, I love it. Well, that kind of uh, brings me into my next question is, especially because for the original content, so what is the process like of developing ideas for characters to cosplay? You know, I would imagine it's not only focused on the costume, but you've got to think about the makeup, the props, uh, maybe even a bit of acting to kind of portray the character as genuinely as possible. So, so mostly uh, when people cosplay, they cosplay a character that they relate to mm -hmm. um, or they just, they're fascinated by that you know it's 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 one of two things it's either a character you can relate to or that you just love or it's a character that you're aspiring to really want to like emulate in some way because maybe uh maybe you're somebody that deals with like anxiety or you're a very shy person but you really admire like this one character that's like super strong goes out there and can just do it all mm -hmm. and so they want to do that because that way they're in cosplay which makes them more comfortable mm -hmm. and they can kind of live that dream of that fantasy of like this is what it would be like if i wasn't scared yeah. kind of thing um which is amazing about cosplay is that people have done that they've uh, come out through cosplay which is what wow. i did uh -huh. i came out as trans through cosplay by doing female cosplays and yeah. in the community nobody gave a care nobody cared yeah i just i came out through cosplay and everybody's like oh my god okay cool yeah that makes a lot of sense now that you did a girl cosplay mm -hmm. and it's a, such mm. it's such an opening and just sure, welcoming community yeah. yeah it's just a welcoming community so people are just very accepting in that way um but yeah when you're starting to come up with it it uh, obviously comes down to budget do you have money <laughs> okay um, mm -hmm. do you have the money to make certain things okay well Cosplay is expensive. I used to I used to tell friends that you know get your kids into cosplay and keep them off drugs. There you go. They'll be so focused, so busy. Yeah. Well, they'll be so broke they can't yeah. afford drugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, because even cosplayers like they go to a show, they're like, wait a second, ten dollars for parking? I can't do that. That's mm -hmm. too much. Mm -hmm. Because we're penny pinching at that point. It's like, do I want to pay ten dollars for parking or ten dollars for food? Like, yeah. It becomes one of those things. Um, yeah. Another is, uh, can you do cosplay on a budget? Do you have clothes that can kind of like you know you can work the clothing uh in some way that you create a different idea on mm -hmm. a character mm -hmm. like uh for instance if you want to do an iron man cosplay but you don't have the money to do all the foam or you don't have mm -hmm. the skills to do all the foam or pay somebody to make it for you or mm -hmm. whatever but you're like wait a second i want to be iron man but i can't really do the suit but i can do tony stark you know, gotcha. what does he have? He already has the shades. He has this type of outfit. I can go get the toy hand. You know, mm -hmm. I can walk around and I can be Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. It's a simple way for somebody to do it. Yeah. It's a way for you to still live the dream without having to go super, super extra mm -hmm. while you're still going to like panels and classes and, and learning off of YouTube tutorials and mm -hmm. stuff, trying mm -hmm. to like learn how to build a cosplay. Yeah. 
Um, so that's a lot of how people start. Like some people just start with really what they call closet cosplay. Like you go in your closet, you find what you have. Can you put a costume together? Maybe add a few elements and then boom, you're something, you yeah. know? And it never fails that if you get one of those more ambiguous characters, people are going <laughs> to think that you're from everything. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, while I was researching for this episode, um, just researching the world of cosplay, I discovered that there's like a sort of rivalry between cosplayers who sew their costumes themselves, who buy their costumes, who commission their costumes from others, or like you said, who have to get creative and have to throw things together uh, with the items that they already have in their closet. So I just wanted to ask you, like, what are your thoughts on this rivalry? And, you know, what advice would you give to someone who has been judged unfairly because of how they chose the costume. It's a stupid rivalry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people do it. Um, you'll find it from like what I like to call the uppity cosplayers. Mm. The ones that are like, oh, you know, I know how to sew. I can do this. I can do that. I can do all this. And they make these phenomenal cosplays. And they look like the character. Or they're just, uh, let's just say, endowed in a way. Okay. <laughs> uh, whether it be natural or surgic. Mm -hmm. uh, they probably got surgery to look a certain way. And mm -hmm. they, you know, they're... You know, very voluptuous people or whatever, and <laughs> mm -hmm. they do these cosplays and they're just doing sexy cosplays or whatever. But then they they put somebody down that may be overweight but trying to do a you know uh, a Wonder Woman or something. It's it's like it makes no sense because this community is about acceptance because we're all nerds. Fuck, we all grew up being the kid that got picked on in high school. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. So why like? why have this rivalry it makes no sense instead of judging somebody say hey can i give you some advice can i give you some tips can mm -hmm. I, hey how about i help you if you have any questions give me a call here's my facebook hey mm -hmm. ask me questions when you want to make this cosplay or this cosplay and then let's let's see how i can help you you know figure out how to make this happen yeah uh, which i've done that because mm -hmm. i had I've, I've had times where like certain uh, types of shapes and things for foam and stuff I, I suck at doing foam work to some degree <laughs> mm -hmm. it took a lot of practice and I asked people to help me because I'm like hey look I'm trying to do this but I'm really not that good at foam I'm like can you all help me you know do yeah. something and usually people are pretty you know accepting they're like yeah sure no problem but then you get the other ones of oh no I'm too good for you be gone mm -hmm. you know yeah. it's like why yeah. it makes no sense like first off you're not going to be a celebrity in cosplay <laughs> Not really. Not <laughs> yeah. unless you're like a few certain people. You're not really a celebrity in cosplay. Okay. Um, you're not a celebrity in any fashion or form. You're not making billions and billions of dollars. You're mm -hmm. not making a damn movie. You're not doing any of this. We're all just social media famous mm -hmm. at this point. Instagram famous. Exactly. You're Instagram <laughs> and social media famous. Yeah. You know, you might make some money if you have like a Patreon or something. But outside of that, we're all in the same boat. Mm -hmm. Just stop being so hateful there's no reason for it yeah 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 that's what i i felt when i was reading it but i mean it just came as a, a surprise to me but i'm i'm glad that you know you're saying what you're saying oh yeah down the road those are usually the people that ended up getting bit in the butt somehow and then really end up outside crying because nobody likes them anymore mm, yeah because they were just so mean to everyone um so what's uh <laughs> just for fun like what's the worst cosplaying advice you've ever received <laughs> Worst cosplay advice I've ever received. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think it was, and it, it was just 
really funny to hear this from somebody because <laughs> we were talking about makeup yeah. and prosthetics and stuff like that. And I was talking about the different types of adhesives. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, I've been doing special effects, special effects makeup since, oh God, I'm a theater kid. So, I mean, I've been doing it a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I know a lot of tricks of the trade already. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody had told me... Uh, that if something, because I was trying to find like a, a good like water solvent based uh, or water resistant based uh, adhesive because I sweat a lot at the time. In certain cosplays I sweat more than others and it was mm -hmm. like I don't want my prosthetics or whatever to come off mm -hmm. and I'm trying to find something that would like work without, you know, that would last eight hours or whatever in a day. And I remember somebody's like, well, why don't you use super glue? Oh no. <laughs> and I'm, I kind of looked, I thought he was joking. Uh-huh. He was dead serious. No way. About use super glue, and then when you go to take it off, then you can use the uh, solvent or whatever, however oh you get all, all the stuff off your face. And I looked at him, I'm like, that's a great idea, but I love my face too much. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess he told me that he had done it, like, several times for different things. Uh -huh. I'm like, no. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, that is a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. That is chemical. It's industrial chemicals going mm -hmm. on your face. The other one I seen, and it wasn't advice. It was something that somebody else did. They were dressing as Killmonger, which is the uh, yes. the the, the uh, opposite of the Black, Black Panther. Panther. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw the little dots. He did hot glue <gasps> for those dots all over his body, and then oh. spray painted them. Oh. Now you want to talk about commitment? That yeah. is commitment, but it's also stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness gracious, that's insane. Um, People go to the extremes for certain cosplays. I mean, right? That that, is, that accentuates the cosplay on the budget. Use the best way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do I have in my in my house? I have some super glue. So let me try this. <laughs> Let's give it a shot here. Um, what's the biggest mistake that you see new new cosplayers frequently make? Uh, listen and uh, believe what everybody else tells them. It's being too gullible. Yes. Yeah. That is definitely. <laughs> Putting super glue. <laughs> um, it is one of those things where they uh, they end up um, listening to other people when it comes up, say like when they want to do a certain character, and somebody says they can't do a certain character because of X Y Z. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the only times that that should ever come to play, in my opinion, is if you're uh, say a white person about to do something like blackface. Oh yeah, just mm -mm. Um, something like that mm -hmm. uh like if you're if you're um in any way might cross that line of insulting or whatever another culture type of people that's the only that's the only time mm -hmm. that should ever come into play yeah um but outside of that <clears throat> do whatever you want mm -hmm. do what makes you feel good yeah i like that uh, what would you say are the three most essential things to have with you when you're cosplaying at a convention or at a cosplay event? Uh, when you're at a convention, have food, munchies on hand. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have cereal bars. Uh, okay. Cliff, Cliff bars are amazing. Yeah. Uh, have like those little things to keep you going that have protein. Uh, you need stuff with protein, like uh, jerky or, or things like that, because you'll get into what they call uh, con diet and con high. So when oh, you're yeah. when you're in a con high, you'll forget to eat. 
Jeez, because you're just so focused. You on... will forget to eat. Wow. You're 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 in such a high. You're moving around. You're going to panels. You're doing this. You're doing that. And there's only so much time in the day to get to everything. And and then on top of that, if you're a cosplayer, depending on your cosplay, and if it's really really good, you're going to get stopped every Pictures, five seconds. Mm-hmm. You're going to get have people want to take photos with you a lot. Um, it's really hard to get a lunch break mm-hmm. um, sometimes. And so it is definitely do that. Definitely have something on hand and it's protein based because your body needs protein to make energy. Mm-hmm. Um, also make sure that before you get dressed or get ready in the morning, have a full breakfast, heavy, full <laughs> breakfast, <laughs> Yeah, a good breakfast too. Wow. Not junk food, like a good, good breakfast to get you started. That way, you know, let's say you have to go a while, at least you'll have something in your stomach. That's Don't right. ever start a con day on an empty stomach. Yeah. Um, another I would say is uh, there are some cosplays where uh, cosplay doesn't e- equal comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately, you can't do much about that. But since you're going to be doing a lot of standing, a lot of walking, um, I recommend that if you're going to wear heels, get good insoles. And okay. even if you're in any kind of shoe, make sure that the shoes are comfortable. Make sure you have insoles, something like that. That uh, Because the moment that your feet and your legs get exhausted, your body gets tired. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just common practice. So make sure that you are doing that. Make sure you're taking, uh, drinking a lot of water. You sit down. You take breaks. Uh, if you don't know how to do stretches or if you can't stretch or never done them, learn how to do them. So that way you can like <laughs> yeah. stretch out your, uh, your body to where you're more comfortable and relaxed during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are a couple of good practices to definitely remember. No, that makes total sense. Um, I really was um, interested about... Um, I'm very proud of this question. <laughs> all right, so, on, get it. Um, so, you know, cosplay is all about becoming somebody or something else. You know, it's a fun escape from reality, like mm-hmm. you said. I really like what you were saying earlier, that some people are very shy, but when they cosplay, they're not, you know? So, after playing so many different characters you named quite a few that you've done Mm -hmm. have you learned anything about yourself and what you are capable of you know what have you learned about yourself and portraying all these different characters uh so i apologize for the way i'm going to say this but i found out real quick that i'm a sassy bitch (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was going to say this is an explicit podcast you can say whatever i found out that i'm a very very sassy bitch Uh (laughs) um mostly through uh playing harley I'm fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm very fine. I like to have fun. I like to be uh, very joking. Yeah. And uh, kind of, I love acting in that, like, funny, crazy, like, mm-hmm. the crazy girl, but you always want to be around her because she's, like, a partier. Yeah. I end up being that person. Yeah. And I love that mentality of being so outgoing and outspoken and everything. And I think being that I'm trans, it actually has helped me get to where I want to be with that because I'm like, I don't care about anybody else. I'm having fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, it was one of those things. I just loved it. I got to be sassy, flirty, uh, quirky, mm-hmm. like very, very quirky. Cause Harley Quinn's very quirky person. Very fun character. I'm, uh, I'm sensual. I like being yeah. sensual. It's so much fun. Yeah. You know, I was like, uh, I had a friend of mine. He always did a joker, you know, mm-hmm. and, there you go. and he always, uh, sometimes will do the Mark Harmon voice for the Joker from the animated series. The Mark Hamill voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said Harmon. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong show. NCIS meets. Yeah. Uh, Dan Harmon? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, but no, I meant Mark, Mark Hamill. Yes. Again, I'm tired. It's, but, all right. uh, it's all good. But yeah, so it was, uh, he does the voice and it was like, he started to do the whole uh, Heath Ledger Joker voice sometimes with me and he did the oh. whole bit. We did the video and then it was just like, I got to feel like I was a Harley and I got to use the voice and try to use the voice, mm-hmm. which is hard. 
Um, but yeah, that was that one's so much fun. I love playing that character. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done her in a while. I need to definitely probably bring that one back out. I haven't done it in like a year and a half. Maybe like a different variation of her. Well, it's hard to do a different variation because I have a steampunk meets Victorian style oh, okay. of Harley Quinn, and yeah. it's unique. And That's when true. I wear it, everybody knows who I am because yes. I'm the only one that does this character. Yeah. Nowadays, everybody has Suicide Squad. So mm-hmm. it's probably one of the easier ones to do, I would imagine. And don't like it. <laughs> so, you know, that was going to be one of my questions of of the characters you've been able to portray. Which one has been the easiest? Which one has been the most challenging? Which one are you the most proud of? So it sounds like you're the most proud of your steampunk Harley. Yes. Uh, uh, was that also one of the more challenging ones to create because no. it was an OC or no? Um, the most challenging would have been the Dark Elf. Uh, that was one of your first ones, right? The Dark Elf was the hardest one to come up with, yeah. the concept. And then I think the easiest was Punisher. Oh, because okay. I <laughs> all I had to do was shirt. wear the tactical vest, I spray-painted skull on it, I put the jacket on, I wore the black pants, I had a gun holster, and mm-hmm. I was done. Mm-hmm. Um, Harley was the one I'm most proud of because it was the most clean in uh, how it looked. Mm-hmm. A very, very clean look. I mean, same with the the drow too, but the drow was harder because I had to figure out the, the concepts of it to make it look original without looking like World of Warcraft or mm-hmm. video games or, or, or anything from like uh, the Thor to Dark World movie. I didn't want yeah. to look like other Dark Elves. So how do I like incorporate elements while still making it look like I wanted it to look like something else? Mm-hmm. And it looked more like an anime drow. Gotcha. And I'll show you photos later, but look, we were, I was proud <laughs> yeah. of it. But the armor I'd never done before. It was hard. Mm-hmm. And I never made a robe. I'd never done all that before. So that was all new to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that cost me a lot of money. <laughs> I can only imagine. I did fangs. I did the ears. I did the fingernails. I did the, the wig. I did the contacts. I did the orb. I had a sword. I had a, the whole nine. The whole kit and caboodle. Oh, my God. Yeah. So let's say... Um, you know, you are picking someone from TV, video games, mm-hmm. movies. So once you do pick someone, what do you do to prepare to become that person? Like, do you study body language? Do you have maybe certain lines that, you know, that character is famous for that you practice? For me, it's more about the movement. That's what I figured. I understand a the lot movement, of body language. understand the movement and the attitude. Mm-hmm. But usually the characters I portray nowadays portray some kind of, like, powerful woman attitude i love it like i did poison from a street fighter thing well she is a like a biker girl kind of like long pink hair and she's buff mm-hmm. so strong powerful girl same mm-hmm. thing with Victoria pendragon she is a female portrayal of king arthur so strong powerful woman i love china it. is obviously a strong powerful woman from wwe yeah so well wwf back then but anyways <laughs> So like I do those because it's like a running theme. Exactly. So mm-hmm. because I'm a I'm a big girl, you know, trans female. I mean, <laughs> star later in life, I'm a big girl. Yeah. Uh, so I try to do characters that are strong like that, not try to do like the little tiny inimies because I'd like to be <laughs> as ac- yeah. I try to be very <laughs> accurate as much as I possibly can, yeah. and on top of the fact that I need to make sure that these cosplays look good, mm-hmm. and I'm all about trying to make it look clean mm-hmm. and have all the elements that I can do to make it look as accurate as I can. Mm-hmm. I try to basically go from the, the image to real life. That's what I try. I love it. And yeah. some of those are trial and then fail. But <laughs> other you live and you learn. Other ones it's I try and then I'm like, oh, I nailed it. Yeah. You know? um, so it's like, that's kind of the thing that I do for prepping. And then for other ones, it's more of like, I, I, I look at, like, I watch the shows. I watch, it, you know, what, what are they, the character. do they have certain phrases, mm-hmm. something that would be fun to do. Other times it's just kind of like, eh, whatever, you know. 
Harley Quinn, she's just crazy. Yeah, she yeah. can say anything. She can pretty much do anything <laughs> she wants. Yeah. Go over there, just be sinister as crap. So. That's right. Just, just give that look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah. I got, uh, like, it seems that you have, like, this running theme of, you know, characters that you like to portray. So, you know, if, let's say you have the access to all the money, all the resources uh, that you needed, what would be your ideal character to cosplay? Like, do you have any big lofty goals for what oh, you want to God, yes. God, yes. I have had um, this concept idea. I'm listening. I'm, I'm on the I've edge of my seat I've had this concept here. idea I've wanted to do for a long time because I've also wanted to turn it into a, uh, a screenplay, meets comic book, meets an anime. Oh, wow. Yes. Like, I wanted to make this whole thing one time, and I wanted to call it Hyperion's, uh, Hyperion Revenge. And Hyperion's Revenge is, Hyperion is like a play on the Greek mythology of Hyperion and then all those other Greek mythologies. Um, and it's all going to be based in space. And Hyperion's Revenge has a, a princess. She comes from this one colony. She goes, uh, before she becomes princess to be queen, she goes on her little little thing where she has to go to all these other sub-colonies. And then she comes back and her colony was destroyed. And she becomes uh, Princess Lorena, the rogue princess and mm -hmm. she takes and i love gundam so much <laughs> so what she does is she goes and she gets this mobile suit okay uh, and then she goes and has her revenge on the people that have conspired to attack her colony um so i always came up with this concept of what i want this to look like yeah and i would really love to like build this mobile suit and have somebody in it for me. Oh my god! Yeah. Or either I be in it or they be in it, and uh -huh. then uh, so we would have that, and then one of us play the uh, Princess Lorana mm -hmm. in her outfit, and like she'll have like a patch over one eye, long wig, like kind of like a pilot suit, but looks more spacey with certain logos and stuff mm -hmm. designs on it, mm -hmm. and then the, the the basically the mobile suit would look like a certain way. Um, I wanted to have like a gun turret on its arm have like a sword and a shield so it looks like very royalty style wow like yeah. that's what i want to do and i yeah. started working on it one time and <laughs> i had to give up because like it it was so much for it me is to, so grand yeah and it had so much to do with it and i had so much in my mind of what i wanted to do but i didn't have the time and like that was what i really wanted to do and one of these days i will get this done i will have my hyperion revenge thing created Mm -hmm. And I need to get with the friends that are like comic book artists and stuff because I want to create this comic book. I want to create, I actually want to get with Funimation and submit this idea. Yeah. Because I think just given the enemies that they have, it would go off without a hitch. Oh, People absolutely. love these types of things. Yeah. And, it, and it's it's based on Creek mythologies for the name of all the, the colonies and, and the types of like very royalty type of thing. Like I have this big idea in my head of what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I know it's just like a playoff of Mobile Suit Gundam. I don't care. I want to do this. <laughs> it sounds incredible. And it's an OC. It's all OC. Exactly, yeah. So I'm like, eh, I want to do it so bad, but I don't have the time or the patience. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know enough about mechanics to be able to make a suit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, now it's out there. Maybe we'll we'll get some people that are like, hey, I can I can do some of that sort of stuff. So. I'm just saying. That's right. I have PR connections. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's just, I, I could sit and talk with you for hours. Mm -hmm. Like, this is just all very fascinating stuff. Uh, and and maybe we will maybe we'll have you back for another episode or two um but unfortunately that's all the time we have for come on we got three more minutes one. i know so i want to give you a chance right now like during this time 
to plug anything. Like I know you were showing me earlier your YouTube videos. So do you want to plug your YouTube channel? Oh, uh, if you look you up Causal Sam, yeah, look up Causal Sam on Facebook. Uh, C O S Tech L O S S E U M Causal Sam or Causal Sam Cosplay Con or Causal Sam San Diego. Uh, you'll find videos of stuff on uh, YouTube. Uh, I think there's some stuff from the Atlanta show when we did it. Mm -hmm. um, you'll you can find it on Instagram. I think we have a Twitter, but I don't know if <laughs> uh -huh. I've ever used it because yeah. I don't understand Twitter enough. Uh -huh. uh, we're also on Facebook, obviously. Um, website needs to be updated, but it's not going to be updated because we're not doing anything in, probably until 2020. Until 2020. Um, mm -hmm. So I won't be prepping until 2019. Mm -hmm. um, so that's cool. That's going to be out of date for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and then, again, like anything on the cosplay stuff, uh, I'm Skits Cosplay, S-K-I-T-Z, Cosplay, all one word. Uh, that's on Instagram. That's also on Facebook. Um, again, I don't have a website for that either, mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, hit me up on those for questions. I love meeting people. I love doing this stuff. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of charity work. I do a lot of LGBT work, but yeah, uh, definitely hit me up and all that. I would love, love to talk to people and meet people and talk more about this. Um, and then if people have any questions about the Coliseum, they can just message the, the Facebook page. I'm pretty good about answering it. So Very good about answering it. At least yeah. for now until I go into appointment, <laughs> yeah. which will be a while. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, um, cosplay is definitely a, uh, a beautiful trade to have, and it's fun. It's just so expensive and time-consuming. Yeah. Um, but if people ever want to just come out to the show and see what it's about, because the way I tell everybody is, you know, the show is only going to be about as big as people help it to be. Yeah. So it's only going to get bigger from here. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. I mean, once I can get with the people to help uh, bring it all together, and hopefully you have one big con together, then I think we'll be fine. Mm -hmm. That's the idea. So we'll see how that all plays out. So. I love it. Well, you know, thank you again for your time. I, I appreciate it. I learned a lot today. Like I, I love these episodes where I get to learn more about things that I know like a base level of, you know. So I appreciate that. Uh, as a reminder, this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Music, and Spotify. So just search for Skysoft and you'll find us there. Please make sure to subscribe to us on those platforms so you never miss an episode and rate and review us so that we can climb the charts there. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is Daniel Andrade reminding you that sometimes the greatest truths are found beyond the page. Good night, everybody.